Hey everyone, this is time for your look at the astrology of February 14th through 20th, 2022. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is Empowering Astrology. And normally we do this live, had to sort of rearrange some things for today. As you may know, it's Valentine's Day. So I've got my, my Valentine's Day colors on. I, I know it's like very bright in the background right now because normally we do this in the evening. Um, but that said, uh, you know, when we did this last week, you know, I was saying that the astrology was a little quiet. And quite frankly, the astrology last, last week was a little weird. I don't know what you all were feeling. And I remember when the moon, the moon was in Taurus, it was probably around Tuesday, and it made that first conjunction to the north node in Taurus. And we're thinking this is kind of like some strange energy. Uh, but let me know, how did you feel last week? I know that just anecdotally with some friends, just like, what's going on? But this week, which we will get to more in depth in a moment, we've got a lot going on. We've got a full moon. We've got the sun coming up to the lunar nodes. Mercury returns back to Aquarius, where it's been or was rather uh, back in the beginning of January. And we end the week with the sun going into Pisces. So it's going to be Pisces season. So it's a, a lot going on this week. And in fact, uh, this week activates energies of the eclipses, which I want to talk about a little bit, a bit more because it's important. Um, but again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And every week we look at the astrology and this idea that the astrology is 50%, you are the other 50%. So how do you work with this time? How do you, that's the thing, astrology, it's just the energy of time, symbolic time, metaphoric time, the energy of time, and how you live these different moments in time. And, and I think this week, you know, because it has this energy of the lunar nodes activated, it's a reminder that astrology is not singular moments. It's actually a series of moments that sort of weave in and out of each other and how this week with the full moon at 27 or 28 degrees of Leo actually connects us back to the full moon lunar eclipse of November 19th, 2021. And in a way presages the eclipses of April and May that are going to come in the next few months. So it's sort of these moments in time that have these connections. And this is why I like to point things out because we can exist and live in this time a little bit differently when we're aware of the larger story. So last week I was saying that we had some strange energy. Uh, we had the moon come up to the North Node in Taurus. And this was the first time the North Node, or rather the first time the moon um, made contact with the North Node in Taurus for a while. In fact, it's been nine years since the lunar nodes have been in Taurus and Scorpio. And if you've been paying attention since January, uh, the lunar nodes, uh, which just for, you know, for those that don't know what the lunar nodes are, they are two points in the sky. They are always moving backwards through the signs and they take about 18 and a half years to go through each and every one of the zodiac signs. So why do we pay attention to them if they're not physical bodies? Well, the North Node is sort of this collective spiritual North Point that we're all headed towards. And the South Node represents collectively and even personally where we have to do some work. So the Lunar Nodes, they changed signs back on January 18th. I believe it was, and uh, they hadn't done, they hadn't changed signs since uh, May of 2020. So it happens every 18 months. So this is why I like to point things out, like how this week, last week, there's a thread in our experiences that have been weaving in and out, even the past, uh, you know, since 2018, 2019, when Uranus first went into Taurus. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, as you know, today is Valentine's Day and just sort of a little, you know, tip of the hat towards Venus. You know, Venus is a planet that does talk about love and relationships. And, you know, speaking about looking back, uh, Venus was retrograde. Um, it was retrograde back, I think it was December to January, December 19th. 
I believe, until the end of January. So we're still kind of coming out of that time. Venus is direct right now, but Venus is in Capricorn. And this is just your uh, reminder with Venus in Capricorn to know exactly what you're worth. And I think that's really at the deeper uh, message over the past uh, few, couple of months with Venus in Capricorn, Venus going retrograde in Capricorn, is really to know exactly what you're worth and to know exactly what you want in relationships. So maybe that is something that you can bring forward in today, whether you are taking care of yourself, uh, being in relationship with yourself, or honoring the many friends in your life, or lovers, or even our serious intimate partnerships. So this week, um, the week of February 14th through 20th, 2022, we've got Mercury going back into Aquarius today, Monday, February 14th. Uh, Mercury returns to Aquarius. Uh, we, you know, back in December, January, we had two planets retrograde, we had Venus and Mercury. These are what are called personal planets. We typically see personal planets um, go retrograde somewhat often, but the personal planets directly relate to our experiences as opposed to a collective experience. And while Venus retrograde was a re-evaluation of our relationships, our partnerships, and our relationship even with money and income and material worth and value, Mercury retrograde, uh, Mercury started its retrograde back in Aquarius. This would have been, gosh, it was in January. I can't remember the date. Um, trying to see if it was like right here but yeah it started retrograde in january and it started retrograde in aquarius and i think you know with mercury going back to aquarius we are revisiting events decisions things from early january uh, mercury can be a little bit conservative in capricorn i mean this in the sense of like with mercury as the planet of choice communication thinking listening and learning this idea that's a little bit of a sharper eye, it, it sort of t relies on its maturity when Mercury is in Capricorn. In Aquarius, it's still that sense of maturity, uh, wisdom, and knowledge, but it's a little bit different. Uh, Mercury in Aquarius is very intellectual. It, it's able to understand larger concepts, especially societal, political, socio uh, uh, themes around um, systems and networks and even technology. You know, Mercury and Aquarius is, is a bit of a smarty pants place for Mercury. With that said, we are still tracing back our steps. Uh, Mercury won't clear um, its shadow i believe it's next week um and then this is like side comment um i know people really um focus hard on the shadow in terms of like oh i can't do anything mercury's still in the shadow but life still has to go on we just have to really reflect before we take action or make choices mercury uh, so yeah, Mercury's back in Aquarius. It's going to start to activate some of this energy of Saturn and Uranus and maybe the choices that we're making after doing a lot of reflection over the past uh, three, four weeks. Maybe we're making some big in, or even radical choices. And then tomorrow, uh, this will be the 15th of February, the Aquarius sun makes something called a square to the lunar nodes. And this is what we call, you know, anytime a planet makes a square to the nodes, it's called being at the bending. So the sun is at the bending. And when, when a planet, especially the sun, connects with the lunar nodes, you get a ripple of eclipse energy. So this is why I said this week it threads its way back to there's a full moon that we had back on November 19th. Um, that one was a lunar eclipse. And this week kind of echoes back to that. But it picks up this energy of the lunar nodes and this idea of with the north node in Taurus, what is going to make me feel safe and stable and secure? Do I know my value and my worth? And then the South Node in Scorpio, where I have to really face myself and do the inner work and you know examine my fears and insecurities that come up. And I think that this week, there's sort of this greater question. Am I safe to be myself? Am I safe to express and to reveal exactly who I am? So this energy, the sun coming to you know square the lunar nodes, this really does play out throughout the week, especially with the full moon on February 16th, the next day, is that we're at a crossroads. 
And when eclipse energy gets activated, there is a sense of things coming in and out of our life, uh, events or seeds or choices or ideas from November. We have to revisit them. They are a big player in this week. Um, it could mean that life is turning us in a new direction this week. And that's the thing about eclipses, even though an eclipse can happen way back in November, its energy can come forward or come into the moment even three months later. So this we're not the midpoint of the eclipses. You know, February, and I, and I talked about this, I think it was last week or the week before, especially with that Aquarius uh, new moon on the 1st of February, is that we're now in the midpoint of the eclipses. So as much as this is about the eclipse of November 2021, this is presaging the eclipse of April, April 30th, 2022 and May 16th, particularly May 16th of 2022, because that eclipse at 25 Scorpio, right on my sun, um, that eclipse at 25 Scorpio is really putting some things in the spotlight that we're going to navigate as we get into April and May. So pay attention, write down what's happening this week, sort of the conversations, the ideas, the light bulbs that go off, the, the new directions that you want to head. But really the major focus this week is this Leo full moon that we have. We, it's going to be at 28 degrees, exactly 28 degrees of Leo. So a Leo full moon means that the sun is an Aquarius. You always have that um, oppositional energy. And Aquarius as the second to last sign, the zodiac. Now when you get to the end or close to the end of the zodiac, you're not dealing with the individual self. You have sort of worked and built and um, you've taken the raw materials of Aries and the raw individuality of Aries and it's now the group, it's now the collective, Aquarius, it's humanity, the social fabric that connects us all. But when you have a full moon in Leo, it's a reminder that we can't be so much in the collective that we lose the individual self, just you know, the same way around. We can't be so in Leo, we can't be so in the self and the personality that we forget that we're part of a greater whole. So that's where these, these full moons and these new moons play a story of balance and integration and really looking at this sort of polarity that exists between two signs. And so Aquarius is a sign that can really zoom us out. It is a big picture sign. And I, I realize the first thing people think about Aquarius is futuristic and kind of this, you know, age of Aquarius energy. But I think sometimes we miss that Aquarius can be a bit of a detached I mean, it's with all due deference to Aquarius, um, dad's an Aquarius. It's a little bit of a, a cold sign because it's able to just analyze and reduce things down to their individual parts. But Leo, Leo is the self, it's self-expression, it's creativity, and it's a reminder that even though we're all part <clears throat> excuse me, through chakra, even though we're all part of the greater whole, we cannot lose sight of the fact that we are individuals, that each and every person on this planet, all 8 billion people of us, there's something inside of us that differentiates us from, from each and every other person. So this is a time for you to reconnect with what makes you, you, and, and maybe you're scratching your head. It's like, well, what is that? And when we think of Leo, at least culturally, when we think of Leo, we think of the diva, we think of art, we think of um, people that are uh, talented with painting and music and performance. And yes, those are all things that are part of the Leo archetype, but you don't have to be a performer to experience Leo or even have to be an artist because somewhere in your chart is the sign of Leo, which we'll go through in a moment and, and see what's being highlighted. And let's not forget that the ruler of Leo is the sun. And I'm pretty sure each and every one of you have the sun somewhere in your astrology. That's why it's called sun signs. You know, sun was in Scorpio when I was born. Maybe you have Maybe you have the sun in Leo. Maybe this full moon is putting you in the spotlight in some way. So really at the core of this full moon is to get back to you, get back to that spark, that essence, that joy. And this is a point that I've made periodically. Um, and this is a little bit of a technical point, but so bear with me. The fire signs in astrology, of which Leo is one, Aquarius, 
Leo, Sagittarius. These are fire signs. The fire signs are about initiation, the birth of something, about life and vitality and, and individuality and persona. Leo comes before Virgo. Fire sign comes before Earth. Virgo is an Earth sign. Taurus is an Earth sign. Capricorn is an Earth sign. So we forget that when we want to create something, when we want to have a project and do a job or even make big changes in our life, we can't forget that first we need the fire energy. We need the spark. We need the passion. We need the motivation to make, uh, to bring something into life, to make a change. And when we don't, we try to make changes with, with little to no fire energy. It's like you're trying to get someplace without fuel, without gas. So on some level, this, is, this full moon is a reminder that we need that spark of life. We need that passion and creativity. Maybe that sounds a little nebulous or even a little bit luxurious, but whatever makes you turn alive, if doing something so simple and mundane just lights you up and makes you feel alive, do more of it. If there's a favorite food that makes you feel alive and you can just feel yourselves coming back online, do more of that because that is the fuel that you need in order to do the Virgo work, in order to do the Capricorn work, in order to do the, the quote-unquote drudgery, but really it's drudgery if there's no joy or passion. So that's your big takeaway for this full moon. Um, I'll get, and also this full moon, not only does it activate the eclipses, it's a big full moon for 2022, but it also activates the energies of Saturn square Uranus. Yes, our old pal Saturn square Uranus, one of the defining energies of 2021. Um, there were three aspects um, the last of which was December 24th. Uh, we're past that, um, but the energy of Saturn square Uranus is still with us in the 2022. One foot in a new life, one foot in an old life, and having to resolve these two very different um, energies in our life. And so as much as we want to be ourselves with this full moon, we still have to confront exactly what's in the way, and sometimes it's us. Moving along, um, this is a, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more next week, especially when the sun goes in the Pisces, and I really want to give sun and Pisces its due diligence. Um, it can get a little bit overshadowed by this full moon that we're having. Um, but Jupiter sextile Uranus, um, Jupiter is in Pisces, Uranus is in Taurus, that's a sextile. Sextile, 60 degrees, uh, a bit of a quiet energy. So it's a sextile runs in the background. A sextile is the energy that makes things kind of smooth and easy without us even really realizing it. My joke about a sextile is that it does the turn down service uh, at the hotel, it puts a chocolate on your pillow and it just sort of magically happens you're like oh who did this um and that's a sextile energy so i think you know jupiter and pisces it believes in miracles it believes that something good can ultimately happen out, out of things and uranus energy talks about awakenings and revolutions and things that are unexpected so maybe there is a little bit of divine magic this week that's kind of quiet in the background i think when the sun goes into pisces on february 18th um we the sorry pisces is ruled by jupiter so then it will point back towards that sextile so maybe as we go into friday we go into the weekend we get more of this jupiter sextile uranus energy again it's a sextile. Sextiles are really quiet. It doesn't have the sort of the push of a trine, um, but it does say that there is an opportunity to do things a little bit differently. Um, and maybe this highlights friends and community. Maybe we can um, get help. There's a sense of help and aid in the energy of a sextile. Maybe we can get help from friends in positively unexpected ways but more on that next week like i said i want to give pisces its due diligence but i do of course want to go around the zodiac and see where this leo full moon is activating things so just your friendly reminder you can listen for your sun sign and you can also listen for your rising sign and get great information i know some of you like to even listen for your moon sign i think if you're you know you can look at the chart from a myriad of perspectives. Of course, the major perspectives are the rising sign, 
and the sun sign. That's just my professional take. But um, Aries. Aries, you are a fire sign and so is Leo. So you get this sort of jolt of energy. So Leo for you is what's called your fifth sign. So this is an eclipse, not eclipse. This is a full moon, sorry. This is a full moon that lights up a lot of what I was talking about in my introduction on talking about the full moon. It talks about individuality and self. Aries, what makes you you? And I think that, you know, you do have Mars right now in Capricorn. You are what's called Mars ruled. So this is a time when you're really thinking about your future, taking actionable steps, working on your professional life, career. That said, you know, what's your what's what's fueling your ambitions? Remember I said fire before earth. Um, what makes you you? How do you get back to that spark, that passion? because you need that passion, especially if you're trying to go after your, your goals and ambitions throughout February and into the very first couple of days of March. So this full moon on some level puts you in the spotlight, creativity, self-expression, personality, persona. Side note, in case this is actually relevant to some people listening, it even puts children in the spotlight. So this is a time when you're thinking about um, home and family and children. This full moon might be for you. That said, uh, this full moon, um, and it talks about that deeper theme around value and worth and the value and worth of your talents and making sure that your, what your, what your talents are, if they're, let's say, respected in your professional life or even your community. Um, and then you have the, what's called Saturn square Uranus. So I said, are you being respected by your community? Because don't forget that Saturn is in what's called your 11th. So this is a time, you know, 2022, the entirety of 2022 for you, Aries, is about really uh, continuing to build friendship and strengthen community and connection. But then again, knowing exactly what your value and worth is to the people who are in your life and even your peers. Taurus. This full moon, um, and we'll take a step back for a moment, Taurus. Taurus. You are a fixed sign, and uh, this full moon is in Leo, and Leo is also a fixed sign. So as you've heard me say throughout uh, 2021 and even 2022, the fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment, meaning the things you thought would never shift and move and change have been changing. And Taurus, this full, full moon puts uh, your professional life in the spotlight. Wait, is that correct? This full moon puts your home environment in the spotlight, and it does put your professionals in the spot, uh, your profession in the spotlight as well, because you do have the sun up in Aquarius. Aquarius is your your career sign, but I think with so much emphasis on your professional life right now, Taurus, um, don't forget what really matters: home matters, family matters. And I realize family is often a very complicated word. It's not so simple, but that sense of connection and familial relation, even if it's with people who are not blood related to you, use this full moon to really nurture your roots, to feel like you're being supported in life because as Saturn, Saturn is in your career sign right now, is really working you hard and getting you to uh, define what you want to be when you grow up, you need you need the support and the roots and the foundation. Otherwise, you know, how can you make uh, your professional life uh, stronger? So this is a full moon that may uh, force a decision about your living situation. You may need to, maybe you're planning a move. Um, if you're not planning a move, maybe you're just making changes in, in your household. Sorry, my dog. Um, and maybe you are trying to answer some simple questions such as where is home? And who is home? But this full moon picks up on a bigger story, a story that's been with you since uh, 2018, 2019, where you, Taurus, yes, you, Taurus, have been reinventing who you are. And this full moon is a bigger link, as I said in the introduction to this uh, show, to the eclipses that are going to be 
in Taurus and Scorpio in April and May. So really sit with what's coming up this week, Taurus, because there's, you're in the spotlight this year. These eclipses are bouncing back and forth between Taurus and Scorpio. And as they were in 2013, the end of 2012. Um, so this is you're at a time of crossroads. Taurus, and it's really galvanizing a lot of the changes that were set in motion a few years ago. So it's a big time for you, Taurus. Um, this is one of your big full moons of the year. Again, really focus on what matters. Gemini. This full moon is in what's called your third sign. Gemini, you are a sign that's about voice and communication and your third sign is also about voice and communication. It's a reminder for you to look at your natural talents. It could be a natural talent for writing, a natural talent for education and learning, um, speaking your voice, sharing your truth, for example. Um, but this full moon on some level is asking and maybe even demanding that you make a choice. Um, with so much happening uh, right now with Saturn, Saturn's been asking you, um, Gemini, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What is your convictions and your truth? And so on some level, this full moon really gets to the heart of these bigger existential questions that you've been going through right now on a little bit more of a surface level this is a busy time for you gemini typically when this energy in the chart this, this place in the chart is activated you got places to go trips travel movement um really focusing on getting in touch with people it's time of socializing um and maybe just having to sift and sort through a lot of information but uh, it is a time for you to remember your talents gemini um, you, you've had Mercury, your planet, it's just gotten back into Aquarius, where same sign as Saturn. So whatever decisions that you're making right now, maybe they're serious decisions. Maybe these are not quick, off-the-cuff decisions. These are ones that you've been spending the last uh, few weeks, especially with that Mercury retrograde, really mulling over. And now it's time to take action and move forward. Cancer. Cancer, Leo is your second sign. So this full moon really puts your material life in the spotlight. And typically, uh, whenever there's a full moon in this area, we have to make a decision about how we're spending our money, how we're earning a living, uh, maybe even making uh, major purchases or investments at this time. But, you know, I think with the energy of the sun, you know, that is a Leo full moon, it's kind of this reminder for you, Cancer. It's like, what is going to make you feel safe and secure? And Cancer, let's not forget that you are uh, you're in you're in a kind of interesting time right now. You've heard me talk about this in previous uh, videos, but uh, you're doing a lot of deep soul searching in 2022. This has been going on since 2021. This will take you into the first few months of 2023, and doing a lot of that deep work and sometimes not feeling safe. This is, you know, because it is so intimate, because it is so vulnerable, how does this full moon get you back to solid ground? And in that sense of like something that you can hold on to, uh, a security blanket, so to speak. But it is this full moon that's also getting into the heart of value and worth and some of these greater changes that you've been making, especially changes in friendship and social connection and looking out into the future but this is getting into that that bit darker heart of saturn's time in your eighth but that said make space for life because cancer on a metaphorical level you are in a time where it's about releasing and shedding and and in in many ways something in your life dying i know that that's like a heavy word and i mean this metaphorically but even through these experiences of death transformation and even rebirth we have to get back to what really gives us life so really take care of yourself right now have fun um, and make sure you make space for the things that are really making you feel alive right now leo Leo, you're in the spotlight, Leo full moon. Um, this, you have a Leo full moon this time of year, approximately 
Um, so this is the time when you're in the spotlight. Meanwhile, you have the sun, your planet over in your seventh sign of relationships. So this is about you. This is about other people and trying to find the, the balance. Saturn in your relationship sign right now, where it will be until March of 2023, has been pushing you to look at your relationships more seriously, to take relationships seriously, and to make sure that your life is in balance. So while, let's say, 2021 and even 2022 is weighted towards other people, this is a full moon that puts you back in the spotlight. It's sort of a reminder, Leo, it's like, what makes you you? And that's you know, what you're here to do as, as a Leo or even Leo rising, you're here to show people the power and even the inspiration for them to be themselves. So this could be a turning point full moon. And I said this when I was talking about Taurus shortly ago, Leo, you are a fixed sign um, and things are not so fixed at the moment. So I think Leo, on some level, this is a full moon for you to embrace some change. Um, you have a lot of things going on in your professional life. This has been over the last few years. And maybe this full moon is pointing you at a crossroads and pushing you to, to, to make bigger changes in your life. Um, and these are changes that are about your relationships. These are changes about home and even relationships, sorry, changes in career. Um, but that said, Leo, uh, this is one of those times in the year that's really pointing towards a bigger story that's unfolding for you. And even though the eclipses of April and May are not in your sign, they're in Taurus and Scorpio, that said, Taurus and Scorpio form like the backbone of your astrology if in, in the astrological chart for Leo. So the, like I said, it's a pivotal time, it's a crossroad times, but then again, you're Leo, just, just be you. Virgo. Virgo. So this full moon, Leo, is what's called your 12th sign. And when the 12th sign is highlighted, and this is going to happen once a year or, or twice a year, if you think about the, the time right before your birthday, it's a reminder that we can't always push forward, that we have to stop, we have to rest, and, and in some cases, we have to let go. The 12th sign of the of anybody's astrology, it talks about not our physical world, not, not the real world. It's talking about the non-physical world. So this is a time for you to rest, dream, um, to feel into it. And of course, as I was saying a few moments ago, to let go. When we are in the 12th, it's not about what we want. It's about the divine. It's about our, our higher self uh, and what the needs and wants of these 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 presences uh, in our life. Um, that said, and this is a very traditional way of looking at a full moon in the 12th, it's just sort of really look at your health, protect your health. If you are feeling run down, don't push it. Get extra rest, take your vitamins. You do, and, and I will say this, uh, I will say that's Virgo, um, you've been in a larger period of time that takes you into March of 2023, where your your health and your physical life need your attention. Things have to be in balance, and this includes how you take care of your body and, and, and sort of the vitality of your body. And so Aquarius season is that check-in with this bigger story about you taking care of you and taking care of your health and wellness. So on that level, and you can use this to, to positive aim, um, this full moon can help you release an attachment or an addiction or something that is not really helping, you know, with this uh, rebalancing of health in your life right now. But like I said, a very traditional way of looking at things, just don't push it, protect your health, take your vitamins. Um, you know, Virgo, you're in a larger framework of time, which we've been talking about, where you have to see a lot of things differently and maybe how your beliefs and sort of attachments and holding on to things have shaped your physical health. Um, use this full moon to even look at making changes in your day-to-day -day life, making changes in your schedule, but ultimately, this is about getting things back into balance. Oh, I will add, uh, Virgo, your planet Mercury, it changed signs. It's in Aquarius. 
It's going to be in Aquarius probably for the next few weeks. Uh, don't forget that this is, again, everything that I just said. It's about really, it's about work and projects, health and wellness, and getting everything back into order. Libra. Libra, so Leo is your 11th sign. So when we have a full moon in the 11th, our friends, our social circle, and our community community is in the spotlight. So there may be something going on with a friend. Uh, there may be sort of this larger dynamic, especially with the sun in Aquarius, where you're trying to find the balance between the demands of friends or your social circle or the need to, to conform or peer pressure versus being exactly who you are. I think Aquarius season is a nice reminder uh, for you at least and your, and your astrology is that we all have to be us. We all have to make space for what makes us feel alive, what nourishes us, what makes us thrive. And I think even with Saturn, in Aquarius since the very end of 2020. This is the time for you to take yourself and to take your talents seriously. And even as you take yourself and take your talents seriously, the full moon uh, this week is a good time to launch yourself in the world to put something of yourself out there. And even to take the best of who you are and use it to help the greater good or to help humanity. I realize that's a, that's a big statement. Um, but that said, I think a lot of the, the, the rub or the conflict that you've been navigating of late, and, and at least what I think um, you should be navigating, is to really look at where you self-sabotage. So if you're trying to create something right now and you're trying to put it out there in the world, just examine how, if at all, you're in the way. You know, Don't forget that Venus, your planet, has been at the bottom of your chart since, um, I think it's maybe even in the end of November. Um, I should go back and look at the calendar. But it's been in Capricorn for a long time. That's my point. And this is a time for you to really get back to what really matters. And um, when Venus goes into Aquarius, I think it's... Oh, I need to have this date in my brain. Hang on, I'm just looking at my, my trusty post-it note. Venus goes back into Aquarius on March 6th. So you got some time between now and March 6th, but whatever you are launching out in the world, your heart better be in it, better feed you, better nurture you. And in addition, as I just said a few moments ago, make sure you're not getting in your own way. Scorpio. So Scorpio, as I've been saying for your fellow fixed sign, you too, Scorpio, are a fixed sign and things are not so fixed at the moment. Scorpio, yes, you, Scorpio, embrace change. I realize you are supposed to be the poster sign for change, but my joke about Scorpio is that they only want change when they can control it. Here's the thing, Scorpio, in 2022, and I would really argue even in 2021, you're not in control. And that's been some of the hardest things because you've had to learn to compromise, to find your flexibility, to allow change to happen in ways that maybe are uncomfortable. I highlight that because this full moon gets to the heart of a bigger story that's been unfolding since last year. So Scorpio, Aquarius season for you is about home and family and you sort of thinking about your home environment and being in this larger framework of time, Scorpio, where family needs your attention. Maybe you have made a big move or you are thinking about making a big move. But in general, this is a time for you to make sure that your base in life is secure and solid. So a Leo full moon, Leo is Scorpio's career sign. So on some level, Scorpio, your professional life is in the spotlight. This is a time for you to launch yourself out there in the world, to be recognized for your talents, gifts, and abilities, um, for you even to make a change in your professional life. So, but that said, you know, for you, Scorpio, to make these larger changes that have been wanting to happen, they have to sort of come from a place that actually supports you. So you can't, you know, maybe Scorpio can't continue doing things the way that you've been doing. Maybe they have to, there has to be some sort of greater psychological, emotional, and even spiritual shift. I will add, Scorpio, that Mars is your planet. Mars has been down in Capricorn. It will be in Capricorn until early March. So this is a time that's meant to be busy. It's meant to be about um, voice and communication, really people taking your voice seriously. And even you 
weighing your options and looking to make a major choice uh, sometime in February or even early March. But that said, this full moon for you, Leo, no, Leo, Scorpio, this full moon, it's it ripples to, uh, back to that Taurus full moon of November 19th of 2021, which is about relationships. There's something about relationships possibly happening this week. Relationships are all relationships, not just intimate relationships. And it presages the eclipses of April, May that put you, Scorpio, in the spotlight as well as your relationship sign of Taurus. So really pay attention to what's happening. You're at a crossroads this week. Again, this full moon on some level is about career, even direction in life, but it's playing off of the bigger structural changes that have been unfolding in your life since 2021. Sagittarius. Sag, so we're probably going to have a lot more to talk about this week, uh, next week, rather, when the sun goes into Pisces, not to say that nothing's happening, but with the sun going to Pisces later this week, it's sort of that bigger seasonal shift for you, Sagittarius. That said, Leo is your ninth sign, <clears throat> excuse me, and the ninth sign is about your convictions, your truth. What do you stand for? What do you believe in? It's also higher education, um, education in general. It's about travel, foreign travel, and sort of looking out there, putting your eyes out to the horizon. And you know, Sag, your, your sign that's so associated with travel and sort of that wanderlust that comes with uh, searching for something in the world, um, an experience, a truth, uh, something nice and shiny. Anyway, so this full moon maybe has you thinking about a trip. I realize travel's a bit weird at the moment, but maybe you're feeling that tug that we all have as Sagittarius and Sag rising. Um, but there is that sort of more esoteric side to this part of your chart where it's like, what do you, what do you believe in? What's your philosophy? What's your faith? And maybe even leaps of faith. The greater structural changes that have been happening haven't been happening the same way they have been for other signs right now. It's been more about shifts in how you take care of your body, health and wellness, um, shifts in um, your voice, how you take your voice seriously, take communication and education seriously. So I think on some level, this full moon really galvanizes a lot of the, the choices that you've been weighing, the options that you've been weighing over the past however many months and a lot of these options are about making some positive and in, in, in some cases quite radical changes in how you take care of your body how you organize your day and maybe even the work that you do but um like i said this full moon is very on brand for you sad you've got something to say you've got something to share just make sure that you know of course you know you deliver it with with love and compassion sometimes sad she just say things that come out of your mouth but uh that said this full moon is really talking about taking something that you know something that you believe and sharing it with the world capcorn uh this full moon puts your eighth sign in the spotlight that right yep capcorn. yep eighth sign in the spotlight so the eighth sign of anybody's astrology chart, um, I need to talk about the eighth. The eighth is a space where we have to go and face ourselves. It's, it's, it's sort of this necessary step in the evolutionary life because a life that is not tested, a life that is unexamined is a very surface life and it's a very hollow life. And so life, the astrology, will take us into the eighth periodically. It'll we'll do it for... A day or a couple of days you know the moon is in leo for example full moons in leo or maybe it's leo season for you and it's four weeks and or maybe a planet spends a longer time in this space and, and you've got a greater work to do but that said this full moon is putting a spotlight on some sort of deeper and maybe even darker part of yourself this full moon for all of its leo flair and drama really talks about the shadow work that you're doing so that said you know maybe you're going to see something about yourself maybe this is a time for you to have a light bulb that goes off about your hidden desires and, and motivations regarding something 
And I think on some level, it picks up on the bigger changes that have been unfolding for you, Capricorn, especially with Uranus in your fifth sign. Uranus means, uh, in your fifth sign, means that you've been, over the past few years, reinventing yourself, Capricorn. And I think the core of this reinvention is, you know, Capricorn, you will always be a sign that's driven and motivated to build, to secure, to, to work towards the long-term goals. And that's great. I'm not arguing against that. But maybe this full moon is, is asking you to re-examine the why. Why are you doing it? For whose benefit? Is it yours? At what expense? Is it yours? And sometimes when we like build, 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 do, 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 it comes, it really comes at a greater personal cost. And, and, and I made this point in my introduction is that we need passion. We need to make sure that we are, are we have joy in our life. We have these, we have that spark because without it, everything's, is empty. It doesn't have, it doesn't have life. And so Capricorn, you are a sign of matter and manifestation. You're ruled by Saturn. You, again, you are a builder, but you're going to need that fuel. So maybe this is a full moon when you are really examining what's in the way of you really connecting with that bigger spark. Uh, but Capricorn, uh, really, this full moon activates, in a way, your energies. And so because there's some eclipse ripples in this full moon, and those eclipse ripples touch on your Saturn, maybe this is a pivotal week for you as well. Can't, uh, Aquarius. <laughs> so Aquarius is coming to the end of your season. This full moon puts the spotlight on your relationship sign of Leo. And I've been saying this for the other fixed signs, and I will say it for you, Aquarius. In fact, I was, you know, my dad's an Aquarius, and I was talking to him on the phone on, um, I think it was Saturday, and he was, and I was telling him about work, and, you know, he's kind of that, like, you know, talking to his daughter about business, and he's like, well, just talk about the signs, and talk about the signs that are really feeling it right now. I was like, Dad, it's the fixed signs. You're Taurus, you're Le my, my dad does astrology. You're Taurus, you're Leos, you're uh, Scorpios. And, and your Aquarius is, and he laughed, and he kind of that nervous laugh, and, and he knows because Aquarius, and, and he knows it for, for very personal reasons, Aquariuses have been in a time of massive and sometimes seismic shift over the past year, if not more. So this full moon, as much as it's your season, as much as this full moon plays off of you, um, it really does highlight some of the bigger changes that have been at play since 2018, 2019. And this full moon is a, a big link in the energy of the eclipses that you're going to see in April and May and October and November. These eclipses in uh, Taurus, your home sign, and Scorpio, your sign of career, really talk about the backbone and sort of the everything that everything rotates around in your life. So this full moon is about relationships, about other people, and, and it's a reminder, Aquarius, that you can't do things alone. Like life needs balance, it needs connection, it needs partnership. And that said, you've been going through so much that you, nobody should ever have to do that alone. Um, so that said, this full moon is sort of preparing you for the bigger changes in the next few months, where on some level it's making changes in your home environment, maybe making a move or maybe making some sort of change in your living situation, but it's also highlighting the changes that are happening, the shifts and sort of the new directions that are happening in your professional life. Um, but that said, Aquarius, you did have that new moon on February 1st. You're, you sort of think about these energies of renewal and, and sort of setting yourself up for the next 12 months. And maybe this is a full moon for you to really uh, galvanize, set some things in motion and start to go after your personal goals. I will say that Mercury is back into Aquarius. Hey, you're an Aquarius. So maybe you have a lot more motivation and movement. And I think you'll have a lot more motivation and movement once Mars gets in Aquarius, but that will be the beginning of March. Um, but this is a pivotal full moon for you, Aquarius. Pisces. Pisces, I think it's important to say that your season starts on the 18th. So that's Friday of this week. Um, we're going to do a little bit more of a deeper dive into Pisces season next week. We've just got this full moon that's really 
uh, crab now at the astrology this week and leo for you is your sign of health and wellness it's how you take care of your body um, and maybe having to make some decisions some healthy decisions or decisions about your health this is the time in your personal calendar when you have to look at your physical life pisces by and large is a sign that is a it's about the non-manifestive world it's not it's about the non-physical life you're so sort of driven motivated through your intuition and your and your feeling because you're a water sign there's nothing wrong with that but this is a full moon that's really getting you back to reality so look at your day-to-day -day life look at the rituals look at the look at your schedule and organization and how maybe changes need to be made at if at all this full moon doesn't hit you in the same way as it does some of the other signs. Nevertheless, it is a ripple um, to the eclipses that we had back in November and the eclipses that we will have come um, April, May. Um, these eclipses are unfolding in the part of your chart that talks about voice, communication, thinking, listening, but also truth and faith and meaning and what does it all mean and what do I believe in? And maybe even these, so these deeper existential questions that you're navigating right now, Pisces. I think it's important for you to understand that in 2022, with Saturn in your 12th, this is a time of sort of letting go. You're coming to the end of a 30-year cycle. Yes, 30 years, Pisces. And what do you want to let go of? What do you want to shed? And maybe to that point, you know, with the sun in Aquarius, you've been getting rid of a lot of stuff in advance of your birthday. And by making space, both in your non-physical life, meaning in your, in your internal self, but also making space in your physical life, like how does that rearrange things in your life? So it's a very practical, grounded, nuts and bolts full moon for you. Don't forget to take care of your health and your wellness. If you need to rest, rest. Um, maybe you're, you know, it's a very traditional classic way of looking at like protect your health, protect your vitality, get your, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, um, get your rest. And then when the sun goes into Pisces later this week, it's your time of renewal and new beginnings, especially after the Pisces new moon. I think that's on the 2nd of March. So that is your look at the astrology of February 14th through 20th, 2022. Again, um, this one was pre-recorded just so we can all enjoy our Valentine's Day plans or self plans or whatever you got going on. Um, but uh, just to remind you all, my name is Katie Sweetman. This has been Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, all the all the things. Um, sign up for my newsletter, and, and I know when we watch live, many of the familiar faces I see you all are my clients, so you can book a consultation with me. All the details are empoweringastrology.com or even in the show notes. So thank you all for watching this replay with me. I Wish you all a wonderful Valentine's week and just a reminder because Venus is in Capricorn to know exactly what you are worth. And I'm sure you are worth a heck of a lot more than any of us are giving ourselves credit for. So until next week, when we talk about Pisces season, take care. Bye.